0: What's up guys, welcome to another episode of Ball Status
1: If you
2: weren't born in the 80s, you know, you won't get that either
0: That's right folks, this is the podcast where we talk about the business of health and the health of business I'm joined by Carl Patrick and Brian today You know the regulars by now Um, Man, I feel like we've done a lot of podcasts in the last I mean they're probably not even up yet at the time of filming this but we've been knocking out some boss statuses so we've been busy here uh, we just had Chris Elkins one of the core nutritionals athletes in town and we were about to go on air uh, I'll get to our sponsors here in a minute we were about to go on air with a podcast talking about uh, why you can't see what I see which was more of kind of like business culture type Thing, uh, very close to the, the podcast we last did with Brian uh, that had something to do with, um, I can't even remember what we, the heck we Discipline. talked about. We did so Discipline. much. Discipline. Yeah. Um, but last minute, we decided to flip throw a, a little, uh, yeah, flip a coin and throw a little monkey wrench into this. So this is kind of a little ad hoc type of uh, podcast here where we're going to talk about social media, uh, the pros and the cons. Because it was very timely for us. Uh, but before we get into that, we'd like to sponsor, uh, thank our sponsor, General Mills, today, Chex Mix. So in addition to the Uts Extra Special Dark Pretzels, mm. Mm. Chex Mix... It's just a staple here at right.
1: Core HQ. I'm telling you right here, this is where it's at. The bagel chips, here. I know. No, uh, you, that's a ride chip. You're one of the guys that pulls them out, don't no, no, you? No, 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 I'm not. I just pull it out. Like, mixing that with a little Chex Mix. And a, and a little pretzel? And the little pretzel combo. I mean, that's a number three combo all day long. Yes. Just the crunch brings such satisfaction to my my life.
0: It It is a, a wonderful thing. Now, have you tried the flavored Chex Mix? Mm-mm. I wonder if we'll get a real sponsor one of these. They like, Do you like know a, what
3: parent company makes the pretzel thins? The thin dippers, you know what I'm talking about? Ooh, I oh, nice. yeah. I had Buffalo to, Wild Wings. Yeah, I had to everything the other day. So. Oh, everything's good. Yeah, super good.
0: Mm. Not, us, oh, it's
3: extra special dark, though.
0: Mm. They're good, though. I don't know. All no. right. Also, our friends over at Bucked Up sent us some LFG Burn. So this is a fat-burning energy drink, apparently. It's got 160 milligrams of caffeine, so... Also, I'm about to start sweating. Well, they also... It does have Grains of Paradise it in It does. Oh, nice. It does. It has Paradoxine. Now, it is in a prop blend, so we're not exactly sure how much of those things are in there, but the, you could be sweating
1: there, big guy. And it doesn't take much for the sweat. And red, it might be spicy. The sweat. And they also sent over be.
0: another... Energy drink in a 16 ounce that had a 300 megs. We're just like we just can't do that right now this morning. So let's get in here.
3: This is uh, apple
0: apple, apple orchard. I really like
3: the green kind of matte look though. Chica-chica. Looks tactical. Dude, boom, boom. Smells good.
1: Oh, oh. yeah. Whoa. Oh, easy guy. Oh, saucy. I just got spilled. What happened? Yeah. I just missed. All right, boom. Go back to 1990 with me, Carl. Because we're the oldest here. I mean, I just went back there in my head. Do you?
3: Did I you, could you, definitely uh, taste the actives.
1: Yeah. But you, it's good. I thought it was a good. Apple. Yeah, I it's good. So. Do you remember that uh, flavored water? It's carbonated water that came in a super dense glass bottle back in the 90s. Uh, something clear. Do you remember that? Gosh, I can't believe I'm drawing a blank on I that. I vaguely do. The reason I remember that is because in my pre-Jesus days, we took those bottles and we threw them at mailboxes and they wouldn't burst. <laughs> But they tear a mailbox completely off of a post. And we did that a whole bunch until <laughs> I didn't realize that messing with people's uh, mail receptacles was a federal It's offense. a federal It's a felony. And so they did this whole story in the local paper, like 30 mailboxes. And we were like, we don't know what's up. So thank you that the statute's limitations are way beyond that. And I don't just know just
2: anything about what happens to a dry ice bomb in a porta potty because, I mean, I don't know about those things. But, yeah. man, I should tell you about those things.
0: All right, 1990s, no social media. Today, social media, it's real. And especially in our industry, uh, the fitness industry, the dietary supplement industry, it's a huge part of what we do. And uh, so we wanted to get into this today. So the last podcast that we were on, um, uh, Chris Elkins, one of our athletes, we got into a side conversation about uh, OnlyFans. And we kind of started talking about that, and uh, Patrick brought up kind of the the demonic, uh, demonic nature of it, and kind of the negative around it. And so we had a kind of real conversation about that. Obviously, I was making jokes with Chris about it. Uh, Chris is not on OnlyFans, by the way. And and first of all, just to be clear here, I'm, we're, this is not. If you're taking offense to this, you really need to check yourself because there's a reason why you're taking offense to it. Um, so well, we're not trying to...
1: Yeah, there's part of talking about the business of health and the health of business that you have to talk about controversial things. Yep. And it doesn't mean that you're actually in favor of them. You're just willing to process the angles of all of them and then you're going to come to a conclusion. And, it, and and uh, you know, I think most of us around the table would come to that, that same conclusion that it's not for us, but we know that <clears throat> people do that and we're not going to condemn somebody for doing that.
0: Well, so I think first off so let's let's not go down to the only fans page yet because essentially we might as well just go to Pornhub or any other porn uh, company right like it's just it's we don't because essentially that's that's a whole that's a whole other conversation on straight up pornography like um because essentially that's what probably most people are on only fans for let's be honest that's what it is morphed into i think there's some real good business opportunities there in terms of providing content but uh, for the most part, I, I feel like that's what OnlyFans has morphed into. But let's talk about the everyday social media. Let's talk about the Facebook, the Instagram, and uh, the pluses and the minuses. Because you know, I I have never taken a social media <laughs> that was weird. Uh, I have never taken a social media break. Like I haven't like shut off my social media and be like, okay, I'm I'm going to disappear for two weeks. Um, because I think it's a, I learn a lot on social media on a regular basis. Now, Carl, you just went through a social media purge, cleanse, boycott, what? boycott. Okay, oh, straight up, straight <laughs> up call boycott it for what it is. Okay, so for me. For and me, how for how long were you off of Instagram? Four to five weeks. Okay, why did
2: you go off of Instagram? Because it's fake. No, well, uh, my association with it was predominantly fake.
3: My stuff's fake.
2: You know, so, it, I mean, I, I'm, just, I'm being real, like for me, it, it, it started with, um, uh, something that was on Netflix and it talked about the power of the phone and it talked about the algorithm and it, it essentially, it's a computer trying to win over my time and my energy.
0: Was that a, the social, um, uh, social dilemma,
2: social dilemma. Great. I recommend it for everybody. So, um, then agenda and agenda two on, uh, Amazon, um, essentially wrapping up what is the communist agenda um, and it is a psychop, And so it just really got me thinking about this phone and how I was personally engaged into social media. And I didn't like how I was using it. I didn't like how I felt when I was using it. And I didn't like some of the habits that were created. Um, you know, when I would be at a social gathering, I felt the need to constantly have to check in with social media. Um, if I was, went to a stoplight, I had to pick up my phone and what's going on with social media. Hmm. Um, You know, and it's just like, why, why, why do, why does this have so much control for my time and my energy and what else could I be doing with it? And so coming off of that within the first couple of weeks, uh, one of the biggest things I noticed was my creativity. I feel as though I'm already a creative person, but my daydreams um, with, with my wife, where it was, it was amazing, you know, and it wasn't just sexual stuff. It was just things that I wanted to do with dates and like, and how to go above and beyond. Like I can go out on a $200 date, but it's like, what else could I really do as far as a date that I would have done back when we first started together? You know, it's like, now it's just so robotic. We go out on date night, we go to dinner, you know, like that's not the way it was in the beginning, you know, Um, uh, daydreaming about things for the company, daydreaming about things for my life. I love the CODG, right? And so it's just it, – I wrote down five goals, and, and, and in those goals, you can be, like, real – like, I want this, or I see this. But then I would I, – I literally would take the time in the morning to write very – descriptive things about what I wanted with the property down to like a jar of or a, a, a glass of lemonade and the way the glass looked like I wrote down all these details. It was just like so Is this crazy on a daily basis that, that well on a daily basis these daydreams are happening but this was just like one specific instance like I just I would get lost in my thought in a way that was just so playful and it, that had escaped me for so long. Um, and that was just one thing that I noticed. Overall, uh, I talked about it this morning on uh, my, my, uh, my Instagram based off of what you were saying, like post about something positive versus ranting about the politics. And, um, and this past weekend, I had conversations, very intimate conversations with men and women um, that you're never going to talk about on social media um, with people that I've never talked about anything intimate whatsoever. Um, and it's like you met one of the guys today and I went up to him and I said, dude, you were one of the highlights of my weekend because of what we talked about.
0: And then you're like, what was your
1: name?
2: You know, <laughs> and, and, well, I met so many people this week and we had an event. I'm said, horrible. BFG. With names, yeah. You know, but, oh, um, yeah. but uh, you, uh, you can't miss him. Like yeah. I know, I know him now, yeah. you know? And, and so for me, it was just like these conversations, um, you know, like Jordan Peterson, he, he gets so into his conversations that he will cry. And I found myself becoming so emotional that I wanted to cry a lot. And it's like, that was weird for me, you know. I remember crying unemotionally when my son was born. I just couldn't process everything in that moment that was happening, and it's just like tears. But I would, I would watch something, or again a daydream. You know, I'd have a conversation, and it, I would get a little teary eyed, getting lost, so or, or getting full of those emotions, you know. So for me, this was a reconnection with
0: real versus fake. So just a couple things. I've asked Carl, just so you know, Carl is now back on social media because I've asked him to take up a big role in our company, social media. (laughs) But I think, I think, Irony. But I think Carl is equipped to do it as an authoritative figure and to use it for positive. So I I, I watched Carl through, uh, or all of us really through COVID and all this. And sometimes Carl would go on these dark rants. And I was like, well, I found them quite entertaining, to be honest with you. And I found them quite interesting. But the other day I was like, well, why not? You're telling me about all these great interactions that you've had. Why can't we talk about that? You know, and I think it's important for people to see you as a leader, especially in our company, uh, talking about that. Because like, you'll share it with me or Pat or Brian or something like that. But you you won't necessarily share it with maybe even some of the managers, the people that work under you or for you. Um, and I think it's motivating for them to see it. Um, So I thought that was interesting. The other interesting part Mm -hmm. is something else has changed a lot in your life, in my opinion, from an outside perspective, and I'm not trying to turn this just because we have a pastor on this show. doesn't mean I'm going to turn it into, like, let's convert everyone to Christianity type of thing. I am a normal person, too. I just have a sensible love for Christ. But I feel like you have been getting into the Word and actually spending time Uh, For somebody who was very skeptical and had a ton of questions, and I don't think near all your questions are answered yet, but you have actually gone through the the effort of at least starting to crack that open and get in there. And I think you did even comment about you never had these connections and conversations and maybe the times where you're potentially getting emotional in a conversation over something that you shouldn't until you did that. So I just want to point that out. I want to put an exclamation point on that. Drop a footnote but there. I
3: also think the growth in Christ, um, the more convicted you start to be, the more you are awake to the negatives of what you're seeing or that, that push towards all this, this stuff. And that's why I brought up the word demonic on our last podcast is because I, the I'm more convicted than I ever have been in my life. And, um, I just it I, maybe not a couple of years ago I would have seen something on social media and thought that same thing but now it's just like ah flee run run right and so like um that's where I, I think maybe a lot of that is coming right like you're you are now more convicted than I think you were in, you know the past years and maybe that's why your this fakeness is coming
1: now yeah. right you know that it really describes everything that we do specifically in the fitness business or anything it's where a belief a belief moves into a conviction you can believe all kinds of stuff like like I, I can believe there's and I truly believe there's nothing like checks Mix but the conviction is those really don't work in my macros not at all not in what the weight I'm trying to lose and and those kind of those kind of things so when a belief moves into a conviction, there's a bedrock now, and it's not so much running away from the dark. It is really just uh, you become so sensitive to what you missed. It's, it, it's the difference between you know using your hips to totally throw up a leg extension or actually contracting the quads to extend. There's, there's two different things, and people are doing that all the time. I, I want to tie this in, if we can, just quickly and give two bullets, if we could, You know, Carl, uh, Doug started and said, Carl took some time off. And I used to get really cracked up at Carl's like long rants during COVID. And I didn't even have a clue who you were. I was just like, this bro's crazy. Like (laughs) straight out the gate, like don't care. And and, and of course, you remind me of a childhood friend. But I think what Carl um, understands is, and we'll tie this into our previous one on discipline, is there's a fine line between being a contributor and a consumer on social media. And when you follow a lot of people, like this weekend with our Crush It Fest, I'm, I met so many people that were like, "Oh, you're Pastor Brian." "Oh, you're Pastor Brian." I was like, "Yes, but I don't have a clue who you are." And you're like, "Oh, I just followed you." And so, you know, as a Grazi you follow back, and so you begin to watch people's content, and then before you know it, you you know you put in your search stuff, and and instead of being a contributor, you just mindlessly become or, or, a consumer. And and what Carl I think confesses are two kind of bedrocks that stick in the back of my head. The first of which is constant activity destroys creativity. Yeah. When I, when I am just constantly in the grind, it just demolishes my creativity. And that's where you know I always go back to when Moses went up on the mountain to get the Ten Commandments. The the Lord said, "Don't let even a goat." get near the base of the mountain. Like, in other words, Moses must have had like ADD like I do, like, <laughs> you know, when he's screaming goats in the background, he's like, oh, sorry, Lord, I'll get back to you. <laughs> the second thing that I think about is constant stimulation stifles simple brilliance. And when I'm just overstimulated all the time, like yes. you just lose that that clear thought. And some of the most brilliant things we've ever done in business or with our families or with a hobby or an investment, were really just simple. It was just, you know, we talk about simple movements. You know, Doug, training with him, I've learned he does not like a, a, a spot or forced rep because it takes the simple movement away. It takes the it takes the tension off, and you really don't – you know, your buddy just helped you through 405, uh, but you didn't get any stronger by it. You, you just – you know, you scaled the workout to where you felt better about writing down, oh, I got 10 reps and two of them were forced <laughs> reps. So I think just that you got to ask yourself the question. Is like the pace of life you're, you're building right now and social media, is it contributing to losing your creativity and your simple brilliance? And the thing that I think about, and I'm as, as addicted to my phone as the next person, is years ago I watched the movie WALL-E uh, or WALL-E with yeah. my kids. And it's that little robot that's yes. the trash dude. Of course, I, I, you know I, I have an affinity for recycling and trash and all that stuff, but um, just because of business ventures. And um, when, when he goes to the big mother ship where everybody's at, everybody's obese. They're paralyzed, but they got every gadget known to man. They can't even walk anywhere because they're glued to their phone. and, and there's like hundreds of people on the ship and they never talk to one another outside of their gadget and so I think it's just a slippery slope so you have to have discipline and then once you set the discipline you can go back to having the simple brilliance and you can go back to having the content and I think that's where we want to go with the podcast is like okay how do we discipline this thing and then how do we use it and ultimately I think it's one of the things that social media is so good specifically for influencers it's the cheapest way to make a book it's the cheapest way to get your stuff out you don't you don't have to have a, you know, a behind-the-scenes uh, website curator. I mean, it's just quick, the thought's there. And if you build your brand and people enjoy what you have to say, I mean, they'll, they'll set to follow, so as soon as you come on live, you know I think some <clears throat> there,
0: there's, there was periods of time where I was doing at least making one post a day, just to be consistent. And I would do it five days a week, take Saturday and Sunday off, and I did it for well over a year. And that was actually really almost stressful. And and some of the posts were not even, that's the (laughs) LFG. Um, So some of the posts were not even super meaningful. I was just doing them to keep content. And, you know, because there's something about algorithms and the consistency and all that. And uh, I used to post uh, a lot more stories into the kind of the back life here. Um, And I just, I've kind of, uh, for a period of time, I got a little, not discouraged, but like I was like, because I felt the pressure to do it, uh, I just really didn't want to do it. Mm. And uh, so now I'm, we've kind of re-upped our content game and we're spending way more time on doing reels. And so posting reels and getting more consistent about that. And so for, uh, for me, it's been kind of like, um, like you said, trying to be, put more content out than you're consuming uh, whether it's entertainment, whether it's just informational, and, and, and to be honest with you, I've also found that, you know, sometimes on social media, I'm going to talk about the positives now a little bit, sometimes you might say something, and you might post something, and you might only get uh, 1,000 views, or for some people, 100 views, or 10 views, or whatever than that, but I think uh, more times than not, there are a lot of people that follow you and look up to you and are interested, uh, genuinely interested in what you're doing. So um, it has also made me kind of a little more conscious of the way I behave or the way I act because there are quite a few people through that I get through messages, you know, comments that I know they're following and watching what I do as a lead, <laughs> right? So I need to be yeah. careful of not being and not slipping and keeping make sure that my, my game is where it needs to be, right, in terms of, uh, you know, my core values. I always have to be on top of it. And just because you have core values or certain – um uh things that you like to model your life around doesn't mean you don't slip as a human being oh yeah right yeah. like you know i'm i have a sailor's mouth just mouth just as a uh, mouse uh mouth just as much as the next bro <laughs> right joke. so like that's a constant thing so i really try to watch that when i can of course there's always an f-bomb or an s-bomb somewhere mixed into the day uh but like i'm pretty conscious of that And it's kind of because I know people are watching and I know that what happens on the internet stays on the internet. Um, So,
1: I mean, it's not just stuff like that. Like my personality is I can be very sarcastic about things. So like I've been doing a bunch of reels recently on buggies that have been left out in uh, or like in, in our gym here at Crush It, I'll say I'll do a reel called Don't Be That Guy you know, chalk everywhere, or you're spilling your pre-workout like all over the water fountain or something like that. And when I began to do it, I found myself like negative, like I really want to run these people down. Like how stupid could you be? And, and I didn't like that about myself because I'm not naturally a negative guy. Like I'm joyful. I want, I want to encourage people. And so I've changed my reels to where it's just like, man, these buggies are going on strike. They won't stay, you know, it's just, you know, because it surely couldn't be that somebody is like that lazy that they would leave their buggy in the middle. You know, it's like, oh, it's not my job. It's not my responsibility. I ain't getting paid to do this, you know? And so I think sometimes we can be negative and, 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 and there are people that bite on that. You know, there, there are guys that have made it huge in the bodybuilding world and the supplement world as being the negative guy, you know, the, 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 I'm trying, the Holy Spirit won't let it, <laughs> let it out. Yeah. Let it out. But you know, there's this individual is just like, these, you know, and they just ran on everything. And there's this, this culture that's like, yeah, yeah. Give it to them. Give it to them. You know? Well, so let, let's
0: staying on the positive, the positive yeah. side of social media, just real quick. So I see two, two positive things. Well, not positive, but there's, there's influence that you create through yes. social media, right? Because people are watching what you're doing. Well, I
3: want you to, I'm going to cut you off just because I want I want you to de- directly uh, talk about it is the importance of it is for the business. Right, yeah, right. so and that's I'm like, where I'm getting at. So like <clears> in social
0: media, you know, it's really important for me to get information out about the brand, right? Like a, some, a lot of these brands, people know that I'm involved in it. And so it's, it, it is an important part of what we do. Uh, is kind of showcasing our brands. So, like, there people get successful on social media because things are a either entertaining or b they're educational. So, putting out content that is either educational or edu- entertaining is good. The problem is, I also see people putting out TNA basically just it's just booty shots right all over. And that's another way you can become successful on Instagram and grow your following. So it's kind of like the final... Not that I'm putting booty shots out there, but, um, you know, there's that... Fine, pun, Mr. Biceps. Yeah, yeah Mr. Biceps. Well, I mean, I guess there's probably a fetish group for biceps too, yeah, you know. I, totally. But that's not where I'm marketing it towards, right? I'm, I'm marketing that towards people to see that, you know, maybe the supplements and the mindset and the hard work that I put in Pays creates off. good biceps, right? The lifestyle. Uh, um. So, like, you know, I do feel that, like the business requires me to be on social media not just from educating and putting out content and or entertainment or whatever but also i learned a lot on social media in our industry that is super fast paced like the amount how fast new stuff is coming out and staying up with the industry and learning of like i mean knowing what your competitors are doing like I couldn't not be on social media. Yeah. I really think it would be impossible to be a competitive brand in this space without social media. Like, it would it, it would probably be impossible. The amount of new information that I get on a daily basis through social is is invaluable. Now, you got to be careful of what you click on because there's algorithms, right? And so I'll be the first one to admit there's been periods of time where, like, oh, I click on something. It might have been a bikini competitor because... They follow the brand or something. You click on that competing, bikini competitor, you scroll down. There's boobies everywhere. Boobies everywhere. And then next thing you know, you click on your your search bar, and next thing you know, there's boobies in there, right? Yep. And it's a slippery slope. I mean, like, as men, like, boobies are good, right? Like, you know, like, heterosexual men, boobies are good. But that's the danger of it, because then they're going to start pushing boobies to you. So I've had to, at periods of time, like I I make a very conscious effort now to, if I click on boobies by accident or because it was like a a competitor or whatever, you know, if that is there, I hit those three little dots that are there and you can post do not like, which a lot of people don't know that it's important to control your feed and what you get. So like, and if there's a good post, like I'll take industry stuff like the Stack 3D or the Price Plow or stuff like that. And I'll sit, you know, like click, I'm clicking on all that stuff. So they'll keep sending it to me. But like, if you do click on a post, that is something that you don't want to out of your own discipline. Yeah. Right. Like I've created a habit of clicking on those three dots and saying, do not like, I don't know if you know this, but, You can click on the three dots and you can say I do not like this post or don't show me don't things show like this, this. and I think that's important because you can look on somebody's front phone and learn a lot about them. Oh yeah, right. So yeah, yeah. So, I mean, right now you look at mine. It's like skiing, wakeboarding, and then supplements everywhere, and then it's summertime, and a bunch of naked dudes. Really, it's kind of weird. <laughs> you better not like <laughs> that. Yeah, don't not like that. Not naked dudes, but like don't so show you, this again. Muscu- for muscular days. muscular dudes, but like even those. Sometimes I'm like, bro, like. It's like I'm gonna look at bodybuilders, but I don't need to see all that. So yeah. like, do not like. So like you, part of being on social media is being responsible in the own content that you consume.
3: Yeah, I'm gonna piggyback on that real quick because yeah. there's also other methods that you can do. So in your settings, yeah, you can um, screen time is a big thing. Screen time is a big thing whether you're on a social media app or not, right? And just how 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 much are you into your phone, right? And so you can set up so. And I'll um, I'll be the first to admit to it. I'm not I I set up these parameters so <clears throat> there's certain apps that I do not have access to until 7:30 a.m. and then at That's 7.30 cool. p.m. the apps go also are not what what to me.
0: where do you control the time period in which you can access it so is that a separate to, app if
3: you go to no if you uh, updates on Apple I, we all mostly have yeah. iPhones so if you go to uh, your settings and then you go to Screen Time and then there's downtime. Um, on app. downtime, you can schedule every day from 7:30 p.m. to 7:30 a.m. Um, and then you can you can get into the the weeds of it of app. what apps, app limits yeah. set times for app limits so um, or that's a app limit time and then apps allowed during those times so, so that so oh, that all ties to the downtime that button. ties into the downtime
1: and where'd you find that at
3: uh, settings, settings and screen time screen time and you kind of just go in there and start messing around with it so. Um, I also, the app limit, Instagram is the worst one for me, so I, I set up an hour. So I, I'm only given an hour before it says, hey, you've reached your hour, and then it gives you an option to ignore or whatever, and, and I'm not perfect. And then he ignores
1: right. me because I sent him like 700 me, mar- me. marriage and relationships. And that's meetings. another
3: thing, right? Like, so, so like, uh, that's what, so I you set up those disciplines, but they're, you can break them, right? Like, right. Um, so... You know how disciplined are you?
1: And um, so here's, here's, the, what, and here's so, what got me on screen time one time is I looked Sunday morning as I'm walking into church. I get a I get a report on how much I was on screen time, and I was on there like nine and a half hours when that week. And I know what I make. And I thought, is is there that extra amount in my bank account because I actively worked? Nine and a half hours just scrolling and liking and sharing, and there wasn't. Yeah, it actually probably took me away. I'm not saying I didn't glean good information because I'm always researching, of course, on my own fitness journey, my wife's fitness journey, people that we like and we trust. But I'm also uh, looking for content and trying to produce content that's alternative for people that's encouraging. It's a I always call it like a ninja kick to the soul, you know, get a little encouragement, but also things that I can pick up on and glean and share in my ministry. And so, like Doug. I'm I, I, I it is important. I know my people are on social media and I want to give them something that they can rely on that will encourage them. But I also realize just how much time it is. And so that's that's awesome. I didn't realize you could set the limits. Yeah, I didn't to realize
3: the you can tell Instagram to say, Hey, I don't like this, you know. Well that's huge. I, I mean it's yeah,
0: yeah. and it's important because like you can get sucked down to rabbit holes you don't want to be in. Well, we
3: talked about we escaped it really quickly because I think most of those conversations were on Instagram. We escaped the OnlyFans for a second because you basically said it's a pornography website. Instagram's a pornography website yeah. as well. Yeah, if if, you, if, if you I can see to the be, outline of your nipple. If you want or, it to be, or it is a pornography website. Showing your pelvic At
1: period, one point it, as a guy. It
3: showed girls and what,
2: like just their face, but they're getting done, right? And i was like, this is just absolutely disgusting. Getting done. Especially from a father's standpoint.
0: What do you mean they're showing their, fa- I'm, th- th- I'm sorry. These girls are having sex,
2: right? But the only thing you see is their face and their faces that they're making, right? So you don't get to see them getting plowed. You just see them, <laughs> their face. But you, you know exactly what's going on, right?
3: Something. Oh, wait, wrong, wrong
2: button. <laughs> Push the one you want, go oh, for I was it. waiting for it.
3: Yeah, you like it? Oh my oh God. My gosh.
2: <laughs> So, but that's, that's another part that really just burned at me. Like, this is so disgusting. And and also a part, you know, with, with the whole, the whole journey with porn, the big part that got me there was this, like, I'm facilitating in the really disgusting demonic parts of the world, because some of these women and men are being forced into this situation. Like, that's disgusting to be feeding into that, Right. And and it was a fake reality to have this with a with a woman that will never tell me no. I will never be shot down. Um, I'm always going to feel the, the the that I'm dominant, all that kind of stuff. And now it's it's on social media, and they're showing it that, like how far can they push the edge without actually just showing full blown porn, right? And it's like, this is just disgusting. I don't want to. I don't want to be a part of this, right? It just it was so freeing to just
1: do away with that. Phone. I think I think the thing where we're also. Acknowledging, and I would love to do a podcast on 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 pornography and and trying to do all that. If you guys want to do that, and and I know people are going to think, oh, the Rev, you know, the Pastor Brian's going to have this. I, I just refuse to call it pornography anymore or porn. Although that's the Greek word pornea. Um, I, it is videoed sexual violence. Yeah. No Amen. matter if it, no matter what fetish, no matter what brand it is, it's videoed sexual violence. Most men and women now have a harem. And what cracks me up is most heterosexual men don't realize that they're actually watching the dude more, more or as much as they're watching the girl and taking in all the senses. When you watch pornography, think about that, right? And so, and and then you're watching somebody's daughter and I have a daughter and I'm not saying that it had never been a struggle or a temptation because there've been seasons in my life where lust came out of nowhere and, you know, it's, but it, it, it's, it's so funny. It's like in everything, and I go back to our, our, our podcast on discipline, it is always easier to take the slippery slope. And it's not like most people say, I'm headed in this direction. It's like going to the beach. You ever gone to the beach and been out throwing a football with the kids or with your buddies, you know, you're out surf, you know, surfboarding or wakeboarding or, you know, whatever, boogie boarding, whatever it is. And, and then it's time to get out. And when you walk out of the ocean, you're like, where's my towel? where's my chair? Dang, where's my hotel? And you look and like, you're a mile down the beach and you didn't swim that way. You were preoccupied and you drifted because there was an unseen current that just pulls you. And that mm. unseen current is always working in our brokenness. And you don't have to be a believer to do this. You think about it. Think, those of us who competed, you you still look good for four weeks and then and then you yeah. start going back to the old diet. Well, I, I mean. Does, it make, does that make sense? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, confession
0: is good for the soul. So here's, oh, yeah. here's, my, here, here's my confession, right? So I always pride myself on discipline. It's, it's just, it's what I do. And so I like the discipline of not looking at porn. Oh. Like I, I want to look at porn sometimes, right? Like it's just, you know, sometimes I'm horny and wife isn't around, right? Like it's just, it happens right? It happens. And so I've had times where I'm not looking at pornography, but I might drift on Instagram, like you said, and there is stuff out there. Mm -hmm. And then next thing you know, I'm on certain Instagram feeds that I don't want to be on. Well, at the time I want to be on, but I shouldn't be on. And I think I was justifying, I could justify to myself, I'm not looking, I'm not looking at porn. Yeah, you didn't have to type. And in I didn't want to have that conversation with Steph, like I'm look I look at porn. Right. And so like to me, I was saying I, I, I wasn't looking I'm not I don't look at porn, but was that really not porn? Yeah. You know, right. And so I've been busted in that spot where I have to have that awkward conversation, right? Like, man. But really, that is porn. It's the same thing. Oh, yeah. It might not be full on. You don't see everything, but it's that's
3: porn.
1: And the best co- best part about your conversation is that you could talk to Steph about it, or you could talk to guys about it and say, just like we were doing the gym. Oh, well, trust
0: me. I didn't want to have that conversation. Oh, I, heck, nobody pff, does. Oh, that conversation is terrible. Because we
1: take pride in our discipline, and I'm showing you at this point, in this area, I'm not. But, but I'm that's not a,
0: where it's like having conver- that very difficult conversation made it very real that like, like – well, Steph will call me out on my crap more than most people will. Like, the world will tell me, no, you weren't looking at porn. You're good, dude. Like, every dude does it, right? Like, but Steph will say, Doug, you do know that's porn, right? Yeah. Okay. And, man, that's, that's a humbling conversation. Uh, I just told Steph the other day we, we talk about it a lot on this podcast. She should probably listen to it once in a while. <laughs> Watch this be the podcast and she watches for the first <laughs> time. I'm like, oh God,
1: Wait, is that your phone text right there? <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. Yeah.
3: yeah so Well, I mean, so like maybe this is a good segue. I have a couple points here. So like um so that's a that's a mental struggle for a lot of people, right? Mm-hmm, like yep. so there's there's these pros that we're talking about. Um that social media is really I mean, social media, uh like back when it was so, like, say, eight years ago, there's a, a lot more Facebook, but, like, crushing phone orders from our stores, social media. I, that's how I met Samantha, right? Like, I'm just trying to grow this community yep. and what we're doing, right? Then then it just it continues to grow. It continues to grow. Social media, it continues to consume us, and then it gets into a point where maybe somebody is struggling with the battle of, like, this is really not good for me. But then, like, like Carl was saying, like, and, and my, myself working for you, like it is important for our company. And I understand that, but there's days where like, I'm really struggling with this thing. Like I don't want to produce, I'm consuming way too much. And I just don't want to, I want to leave it. I want to just walk off. I want to shut it down. But what would Doug think? What What does Doug think? And you're pushing Carl to get on social media more in a, in a time where he was enjoying being off. So how do you handle that? Like, right? Is it necessary for your staff, Brian? You can chime in on that too. Is it necessary for your staff to be on social media, knowing that our brand, like, marketing is is also me. It's it's me putting out content for the people that follow me. Part of Core Nutritionals, right? Um, but is it absolutely necessary? And especially if somebody is struggling with it, how do you handle that? How how does
0: well, a couple of things. If 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 you guys. I mean, social media can be just as much a drug as crack, right? Oh, yeah. So, like, if, if I truly felt that you guys couldn't handle it or, you know, I felt like there really was a problem there or you guys came to me and said, listen, Doug, you know, we're boys and yeah, I'll do anything for this company, but, like, I, this is just not a good decision, I would respect that. And uh, that, that's an open statement. But it's also my job as a leader to push you guys into uncomfortable situations that I know, one, first and foremost, I I have a fiduciary and success responsibility to everyone in this building. So just because you don't want to do something doesn't mean you should not do that thing, right? Like, it's my responsibility to push you in areas that I feel like will help the company and I know you can handle. And yes, it might be difficult for you, but it also might be good for you right like it might just make you guys double down more on practicing discipline and discipline is something that when it's practiced you get better at it and it spe- feeds over into different parts of your life and you two are two of the most disciplined people that I know right of course you struggle with certain things we all do right but you know if i didn't think you could handle this and do it responsibly then i wouldn't i wouldn't put you in that position that's the way i view it because i know that i mean like it, it, it's the same thing with me. Like I have to be disciplined on there or next thing you know, I'm looking at boobies, right? So it's a constant, you know, and I, I'm, I'm careful about it and I make sure that I say if something pops up on my thread because sh- shoot, we're in the physique world. Like there's going to be stuff that pops up. I'm very disciplined now of saying I do not like it immediately on the spot before going anywhere yeah. else. And it's a challenge, but I like the discipline challenge. And I also think it's helping me grow in other ways and doing, pushing me out of my comfort zone to do things that, I wouldn't normally do to maybe help the brands, right? And I think we can all grow in those things. And, you know, I think this will be great for Carl because I, Carl has so much great information and he does so many good leadership things behind the scenes to our people. Just imagine if he could expand that reach to help maybe thousands of people on social media. Or maybe if there's just two people, like like Jeremiah, our new uh, hire that we just brought on board that we're super excited about, like that was Carl having a 30-second conversation with somebody in a store face-to-face. Well, look at the reach you can have on social media. You don't get that opportunity if you're not on social media. So like, I'm going to push you guys both. To, I mean, as the VP of sales, the main sales guy for the brands, I think the more behind the scenes stuff that you can share, that's great you know, cause people do follow you as a leader in the industry and same with you in the industry. So like we can have those open conversations of when it's too much and you know, you don't have to, you don't even have to be there on a, every day. Take, take the weekend off. That's a great day. If you can take the weekend off, I, I know I've never done it, but like, if you can take the weekend off without looking at social media, I would feel like that's pretty darn good. You know, you could be come back ready, pretty refreshed. Yeah. yeah.
1: You know, we talked about the struggle <clears throat> largely of flesh and skin, but I think there's all like in my world, you know, there's more content, and so sometimes the struggle for me is when when I uh, look into guys that I really look up to, like a Jordan Peterson or a Mark Driscoll or a John Piper or Clayton King, or these guys are so articulate, they could say it faster, better, shorter, more simple, and it's brilliant. And so then I have a here's a struggle of mine. There are times I'm just like, man, I would love to post that, but man compared to what these guys do it's going to sound stupid or you have imposter syndrome
0: right like uh, as well
1: yeah yeah, yeah like uh, in imposter syndrome like taking their st- or
0: no no uh, imposter syndrome where like you you've, you know you are successful and you've done great things but you feel like you've kind of faked your way there it's i think a lot of great well maybe maybe uh, all maybe. right well that just got awkward that never <laughs> happened he, he knows he's great but no. like the more successful i become the more it's kind of like well how the heck did i get it? is this just luck or am I good? Like, if that makes sense, yeah. right? Like, so it's kind of like... The or more there's su- a favor on you. The, yeah, the, yeah. More, su- that's, the I, more successful you become, the more it's like you, you just kind of question, like, well, why? Like, what is going on? Yeah, so, At least for me.
1: One of those things that, you know, I, I have a snobby attitude about this, and I'll confess it, either buying followers or, gro- or growing naturally my followers. And I've always been grow them. Um, and try, but the crazy thing for me on this end is I've not spent the money on beating the algorithm to get in front of everybody, and I know there is one, and I haven't done the hashtags and things like that, so, you know, those are the parts to where I think all of us, and I think Doug was mentioning this when he was saying, you know, I learned so much in the supplement, supplement industry, either from the guys that are reviewing or competitors or buddies who are in the business who have so much information, is that that part is necessary, and I think that's the part that has to drive us to where you have a, you have a standard. This is how I use this tool, and that I think is really what helps all of us. It's not. We have to discipline ourselves that it's not entertainment. While we while we've all laughed, did you see this real? Look at these idiots. Look what this guy did with this kid. You know. But, I usually wake up
0: to about six uh, forwards O'Brien. for Brian, yeah, whether it's on like marriage or encouragement or something about
1: Christianity, or it's just like total dumb meathead <laughs> stuff. <I know. laughs> and in and, and those moments, I, I've gotten to where I can process that stuff faster than anything that pretty much I process. Uh, but I think we, uh, when it comes to work and what Doug's pushing you guys to do, or I'm pushing my staff to do, this is a tool. So when I go to social media, it's a tool. And we have our core, we have our standards, and we're pushing ourselves to get better. And I think it's just like money, you know, we, one of our core concepts here is collect the gold dust. And we see money as a tool. It's not to be worshipped. We're not owned by it. We got no problem making it, but we're not made by it. And so then that turns around and it's, it helps us see money as always a tool. And the more money we have, the more tools we have. The less money we have, the more resourceful we have yeah. to be.
0: And for me, I, just one other footnote here is for, for me, my primary use now is like business and there's nothing better for me about like, and, I, and I'm, one of the things I'm trying to do is do, I used to do a lot more, I feel like, but I want to get back to doing more stories, like things that disappear, but quick so that people see how fast paced in the everyday life of working here is. But I love sharing family stuff oh, like man. more than like just like on the weekends. Like there's always a baseball clip, a football clip, something on the lake, or like my, my family went this place or that place. And I do that really because I, I want I'm I love my family and I want people to see my family as well. It's not just me.
1: Oh yeah. That's right? the and only so, reason so, I still have Facebook. Yeah. is keeping up what's going on in other and people's people follow, kids, yeah, exactly. or my inner well, so, circle.
3: And going into that personal life and sharing that personal life. Are there moments where like you feel like uh, you're reaching for your phone to try to share this with somebody instead of like taking in the moment, right? All the time, yes. Just let me, like like yesterday I went to the range and you guys know that I'm uh, kind of involved in a little bit of a tactical community as well. And um, there's thoughts of trying to do a couple, you know, film film a little bit of that, share it. And then I realized it's like, no, I only have two hours to be here and I just want to be here. Like, I just, I don't care. You know, I almost, I missed a phone call from my wife and 30 minutes later, I'm calling her freaking out and she said false alarm. And it was because I put my phone like away from me and I should have left it on me and and put it on a loud or something, but. Um, yeah, that's always, that's always.
0: And you know, yeah, I mean, that definitely happens. Like, you know, Griffin broke his collarbone and I was going to post something really more like, uh, and Steph then eventually did it the next day, a picture of him and just really just to thank the people. Uh, well, I didn't post the x-ray, but, uh, just to thank the people. Cause like I ran out of here with like 50 people here and everyone was kind of like, and everyone was messaging me and all that. So instead of responding to everyone, I just kind of wanted to put it up, but we were kind of, I was like halfway doing it. And then Steph's like called me to do something else. And she's like, why are you even posting that now? Like we, you know, and I was like, okay, that's true. So I was like, well, you post it later and tag me. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, so I could share it. really just as a thank you to everyone reaching out. I don't, I'd rather do that than have to yeah. tag or, or message back 50 people. That's right. So it's hey, let me, yeah, just post on that. Cause that's one of the things. And I think that's
2: one of the, one of my missions with, you know, social media. And that's what it's going to be as a mission is that I want to post wins because I think it's incredible to post your family because it shows young men. Like if we're successful, right. We, and we can have cars and money and big muscles. What are we really posting about? Well, we're posting about our family. Like that's what you
0: guys should be working hard for and what you should truly cherish, right? But shouldn't you also post? Your Not losses? just that, like because I think well, it's important. Because social media is a highlight high reel. There's a lot of bad stuff that <coughs> happen in my life or on an <coughs> everyday. Checks, mix, <laughs> coming back up. Check, oh. <laughs> but yeah, no, there's man, a lot of losses, like I on a daily. I'm ba- sweating, on, yeah, me too, <laughs> on a daily basis. That I don't post because why would I post that? I mean, not like big, like tragic things, but like, you know, like, man, God, what is it? You know, like, but I don't post that. But if something's like, yay, I'll post it. Yeah. Know?
2: I mean, that stuff's important, but it's also the wins are important. The yeah. wins are important to show. Um, that's one of the things that I wrote down that I miss is that I I, I miss seeing my friends win. Like I, I was telling Pat, I was like, dude, I'm going to be off social media. So whatever you got a writer, just send it to me. And, and he would send me goofy stuff like rider playing with the door, um, the door stopper. And, and it was absolutely hilarious. I absolutely loved it. And, and those are things that I did miss with seeing my friends win. And whether it was with family or, or whatever it is, it's like, but the wins are important to share, um, I feel, because it is something that shows people like w- that you are setting goals and that you are winning. So it could be, hey, when I get my skyline, you better believe I'm going to be showing, hey, I have worked so hard for this and this, this car means so much to me and I want to show you guys like, hey, I finally got one, right?
0: You well, know, so. I, I think that's important to not just post your wins because – you got to post along the way because then you're just a guy posting your skyline, right? Like, it's so always like that, the hero. You're, you're always here. And that's why I think it's <clears> important, <throat> important to have the platform before you get the wins so that they see all the other stuff that goes yep. into it. The real yep. conversations it, you have. And, and, I, and I didn't mean to, that's the only and thing. I wasn't yeah. saying you, you know,
3: but it's but like, I like, think yeah. it is you're, important. You're trying to say like the wins of like, what is important? So like, it's not just the material. It's not just the money. Mm -hmm. It's, Hey, there's the family. And that, that's, that was bringing all that back. Like, you know, the real thing that matters is the family. And then to say what you said, like I enjoyed Sam and I both enjoyed you not being on Instagram and having to, Oh, we need to send Carl a video. And we do it through a text message (laughs) and not through an Instagram. Same thing. I, I text Sam this morning. She's great at this. She sent a video to my mom and dad. We haven't, and we don't have family proximate to us, right? So they don't get to see uh, our grandson or their grandson um, regular on a regular basis. So we have to take the extra mile to send them personalized. Hey, grandma and Pop. It, you know good morning blah, 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 you know and he's just doing his thing and that is for them specifically yeah. and it's yeah. been nice to kind of like not do that through social media and do it intentionally through like a text message or i'll tell you what is great though
0: on social media that i'm loving right now is like you're posting things like a rider and the funny thing is like the next day i'll have a memory post up of my boys at that age and see, like, my kid at that same age doing the same dumb things. Yeah. And it's just like, then to look next to you and you see, like, these grown boys, it's
3: crazy. That's like, a super positive about social media. Yeah, that is. Like is the memories. Oh, the like, memories are The memories amazing. of, like, us doing things in 2015, <laughs> 2016. Um, that is a great thing, is like seeing the, the Facebook memories, or yeah. now I think Instagram's starting to pick up on that a little bit more. And Just one last thing. It's just so like, just so for all the people watching this that don't really
0: do social media that much or just consume it and you see you look up to certain influencers and we've talked about things that all four of us struggle with on it, you know, occasionally on certain things, right? Uh, And how social media is hard and the decision to post things or consume things or whatever is like a daily decision. Um, Just know that those influencers with a million, two million, three million, four million followers have that same, it's not easy for them, and probably is amplified 100x. And, you know, I have a lot of uh, friends in the industry that um, have millions of followers, and they hate it, or they will admit firsthand that they have to be very careful on Instagram, and they've started like, I'm only on it between this time and this time because it messes with them. And so just because you might look up to certain people doesn't mean that they don't struggle, uh, you know, with the same things that you might struggle with, right? Like, um, and they do actually care about what you say on their Instagram, and that's a real thing. And so, like, um, I, I don't think there is anyone who's perfect at handling social media. Even the people that look like they have it figured out have beautiful pages and are constantly posting content. Like, there's a lot of thought, effort, stress that goes into that, which is funny as it sounds, you know, especially these people that are on social media for a living, and you're like, dude, all he does is work out and post videos. Like, there's a lot more to it than that. And yeah. the stress of probably doing that, um, it is crazy. Of constantly posting content, you don't post content for a day, and somebody's like up your butt, you know, uh, asking why you didn't. So, yeah.
1: so let's uh, in the time we got, what do we say to the to the guy or the girl that's out there, and they are posting content, but they only got twelve. Twelve likes, you know, twelve views. They're they're trying to build it. They're trying well, to get. For, for, I I know where you're going. First and
0: foremost, you got to post it. You got to not care about the views and the likes or whatever. I just had this conversation with somebody else works out in our gym, um, and he's posting good content. It's workout content, and it's got his he's got his own style to it. And I think he's doing a good job. He doesn't have that many followers, and he probably doesn't get that many views, but it's growing slowly and surely. So, like, be authentic in what you post and post regularly, regardless of what people want to see. And I think the other big thing is when you're making a post, yes you want those likes, the dopamine hits of getting likes and comments and all that is great whatever, but really think of the long-term effect of what you're posting because what happens on the internet stays on the internet. Mm-hmm. And just know that you might be a single person right now, but you are going to have a family, you are going to have kids maybe. Preach. And there you got to be careful of what you're posting because like if you're just posting tna shots and really this is this is men and women right like if you're just posting tna shots you know like just know that your son or your daughter is just going to eventually see all that crap that you posted and maybe you're okay with that that might be aligned with your values that's 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 for you to judge right but just i think a lot of young 18 to 25 year olds just don't even think of the consequences of the crap that they post. You know, they want to grow their followers. You know, they want to show a little skin to do this. Now, if you're a competitor, like, I mean, I, we, we get it. We get it, right? Just, you just want to be careful of how
3: you portray yourself. Yeah. So. Well, I think I'm not a professional and that's why maybe I was, I can suggest this. So like I do all the things that you're speaking of. I uh, stay true to myself. I post what I kind of uh, what I want to. And I, I have a nice little following and I, my following, I think is very engaged with what I do. Um, but I do not st- study the, the platform, right? Like, so the David Dodger would, would have been a great person. I to know. have on I this was, on a, was thinking that oh, we should right? have right. It, yeah. David Dodgers His st- game is like, hit, <sighs> and he's in he, it. He treats it like a, a full-time job. Yep. Right. <laughs> and I, I do not. And that's why he has 40,000 followers and I have six. But uh, but for
0: him, let me just interject real quick. But for him, that has been super helpful for him to grow what he <coughs> what he does. Like when we go somewhere, they're like, you're the van guy. Yeah, you're oh the yeah. guy who's always posting." Oh, on social totally. media. It's been, it's been incredible. But I know that has worked for him.
3: Like, oh, yeah. yeah. No, that's and what I mean. We, and we tease him about it. So if, sure. if, if you're in a spot where you <coughs> want to grow your following and you want to do it, the right way, authentically, you do have to study the platform, right? Like if I took what I do now, but I just studied the platform more on what is going to be effective for the algorithm. What is, what kind of, what time is better to post, you know, if reels over posts, um, I should focus on that, those things. I don't do any of that. I just, when something is important to me, I'll put it up and, uh, I try to share as much as I can. Um, but I would, if the, if your goal is to study it is to, to be on social media and use it for good and use it for maybe your platform to make more money or provide more value to what you're already doing. And I would say definitely you got to study the, pro, the, the platform. Yeah, I mean, I got, you know, like three things that I, I want to
2: share. It's, it's going back to kind of like a takeaway for somebody. When, and again, this is my own personal journey with social media. I'm 46 years old. Um, you know, I remember what the world was without this. And, um, you know, I've seen my space and Facebook and, and Instagram and, mm-hmm. and so on and so forth. And, and so I would just say that for me, I'm going to have a mission when I go back to social media. Um, and there's a work mission and then there's a personal mission. And the, a lot of the personal stuff is going to be about leadership. And it's just, it's just, um, a desire to want to help people. Uh, you know, you have to learn by hitting rock bottom, but, I want to be able to teach people what I have learned through rock bottom. Uh, the world is in dire need of more leaders and by hitting, you know, uncomfortable situations in your life, you're going to grow. And I want to share those things that have made me really uncomfortable. And hopefully somebody can be set a fire because of that. Swim trunks. Um, swim trunks is great, great one. So, um, the, uh, the other thing is, is that men were, were born for adventure. Um, and it, the greatest adventures that I have had have come from real interactions with mother nature, uh, and, and other men. Um, and, and, and my wife, um, my boys, you know, and, and so if you if your world is consumed by fantasy football, uh, porn, social media, uh, video games, you are interacting with the world through nothing but pure fakeness. It is not real. It will never fulfill you. You will always feel lost. You will always feel empty. Um, and you need to, to really control those things. Uh, you know, I like video games when I was growing up, but that was not the highlight of my day. I don't remember, you know, you know sleepovers, you know, with friends and all that kind of stuff. The, the video games weren't the highlight, you know. Um, so I would just tell you that if you, you, you feel lost, it's because you were not having real adventures in life and they are right there and they do not exist in this technology world. Um, the last thing with my own journey of feeling lost is a part of that is recognizing that I have a son. He's 23 years old. My stepson is, is 18. He is a part of my life. And if I don't set a standard for myself, um, because I can see my father and I love him to death, but he has shown me a lot of things after turning 40 of how I don't want to live my world. He is retired. He sits at home in his house and he essentially never leaves. He's got a belly that would put Santa Claus to shame. And it's, it's sad and it's depressing And I live my life now because I want them to see that, hey, when I'm 60, I'm still playing. When I'm 80, I'm still playing. And all of that comes from interacting with the world in a real standard, not through a fake standard. And if you are going to escape all of that because you don't want to deal with the downside of what's real, You're never, ever, ever going to experience the highs that life will give you. And you're never going to find that through porn. You're never going to find that through social media. You're never going to find it through video games. And you're not going to find it by following other men on Sunday, chase their dreams on a football field. So chase the real.
3: Man, that's pretty good. I love when Carl's on the podcast because we just leave it the last. I feel like we we just got to end there. Oh, I'm done.
0: Uh, POV, we need that real cut out. We need a Gary V style, <laughs> like little ticker bar around as Carl just preaching, just preaching. But um, I would encourage you, uh, anyone watching this, if if that sounds like you, if you are in this world of what Carl calls fakeness here, of fantasy football, and hold on. Let's let's not knock like people that might like fantasy football. We're not saying that's bad, but if you're- If it's into- controlling you. If right? it's controlling you and your entire-
1: world is in social media fantasy football uh video games porn yeah think about it like this there are a lot of things that are permissible not all things are beneficial yeah you have freedom to do a whole lot but sometimes that whole lot takes your freedom yeah
0: 100 percent. and i would just encourage you to reach out to any of us uh, to have these conversations. I, I know Carl personally absolutely loves to have these conversations. And I'll be honest to you, w- when we do this podcast, a lot of times we are speaking to people that we know, right, that are with an uh, within an arm's length of us who could reach out and uh, message us at any time. But we're also reaching out to anyone else who we might not know that you're welcome to reach out to us and kind of talk about this. I think all four of us would be open to talking about uh, things that we have struggled with and things that have kind of put us on the right path. Um, and so I think it's important to kind of open that door for everyone
1: out there. It's good.
0: All right, guys, we appreciate you. I didn't know where this podcast was going to go, but we felt compelled. Are you sweating, boy? Does oh, it work?
1: Thanks, Bucked Up. I oh. am sweating. <laughs> Are you like, ready to he, LFG? He, he's like I, this. I don't even know what LFG means. But <laughs> Let's freaking
0: go. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> All
3: right,
0: guys, we appreciate you. Till next time, keep crushing it.